0: what's going on everybody and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast we talk about the latest and greatest cyber news as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall my name is ryan williams and i'm your host and i'm also joined by shannon Times.
1: what's up what's up
0: what's going on i switched up the intro for some reason i don't know why <laughs> and we have two special guests so we have uh aisha Hollins. she is a uh a trailblazer when it comes to digital, digital forensics as well as she's the CEO and founder of Dorensic uh, Technology. And then we have um, Miguel Clark. He is a retired FBI agent as well as a senior GRC evangelist. Uh, and together uh, they are working on a podcast that we'll, uh, we will talk about in um, more detail in this episode called the Make It Make Sense podcast. So the IT being information technology. So making it make sense podcast. So we wanted to uh, highlight them, showcase them, because they are our friends in this, this podcasting space, as well as there's definitely some people that you need to listen to, right? So you need to sub as soon as this thing goes live. So uh, I like to uh, kind of expound upon that so like Aisha's been on plenty of times so it it goes as much detail as you want to about yourself and your background Uh, and then we also want to capture Miguel and his background and then how all that ties together to making the the, the podcast the the making it make sense podcast so I give it to you Aisha
2: thank you Ryan thank you Shannon so much for having me back on it's always a pleasure to be here with you guys um, yes, a little bit about myself. I am the uh, founder and CEO of Dorensic Technology. We handle digital forensics, cybersecurity, all that stuff, right? And so when I started my organization uh, 15 years ago, right, one of the things that I would get all the time was you do what, what, and what, right? They, We don't understand what is digital forensics, what is cybersecurity, what do we do with the data, right? How does it work? Um, And so oftentimes I would, you know, I'm out and I'm about and I'm, you know, meeting with various um, clients. And so um, you're always trying to either sell a product or sell a service, right? It's a consulting service. But the thing that I began to learn really, really quickly is that people don't get what they don't get right? You don't buy things you don't understand. Cybersecurity, internet safety, it all falls in that bucket, right? And so um, one of the things that would just drive me insane would be I would be talking about uh, identity theft, right? And you would always get that, oh my gosh, they can hack me, right? When they break it to my account, I'm only going to have $10 there, so maybe they'll feel sorry for me, hack my account, put money in it, you know? And so I would get that all the time, and it was like I was. I should hold your face. I should hold your face, right? And so, um, and then I would I would go into my training and I would teach or whatever, and you know try to get people to what get it right. I need you to understand. Um, I can't be out here just giving awareness and education all the time, and you don't understand, um, what it is I do and why it's important. So I came up with a concept. Of a podcast, right, called Making It, the IT being information technology, let's make it make sense, right? So the thing about me is I'm a storyteller, right? I think that if we can put things in terms of stories, where they make sense, right, where they can can be relatable, but number two or three, because I don't know, I'm hiding my hands, (laughs) right, Um, you should see you. In every story, so my goal was let's tell some really good, intriguing stories. Let's tell you what can happen when your data is leaked or breached, or let's tell you some of the things that we've seen working out in the out in the field and whatnot. And so um he said on Alley, you. But so I'm out and about one day. <laughs> I'm out and I'm about, and I literally attended a a seminar that had the FBI, they were there and they were speaking. And of course, you know, there were other people on the panel and then there's Miguel, he is his own um, <laughs> his own brand, right? And there was the way that we were hearing about some of the things that was going on. And then Miguel's style is very storyteller-ish. He's like, hey, let me, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a couple of things, right? And so our the way the way he uh, delivered. Um, on his information. So what I'll do is at this point, I'll give it over to Miguel and he can talk to you a little bit about why I was very intrigued with uh, my conversation with Miguel.
3: All right. Well, I can't answer why you were intrigued. That's uh, something that only you can say. Um, yes. But I will say that we had a great conversation. We we're talking about cybersecurity. I was there with uh, a guy that I used to work with. They actually used to work for me when I had uh, when I was a supervisor of a cyber squad handling the national security computer intrusions in the FBI. And we were asked to come out do a breakfast meeting and talk about cybersecurity and just really make it plain for uh, the business leaders who were there. So a word about me, Miguel Clark. I've been well. I was 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 with the FBI for almost 24 years Uh, in that time I worked uh, a lot of computer intrusions I did work some counterterrorism, worked on the September 11th investigation did some leadership training like there's a bunch of stuff in there and uh, I don't want to like take up time just talking a lot about that I want to keep it focused to to what we're talking about here and uh, a passion of mine is is sharing information anybody's ever met me knows I love to share information it's usually random and uh Trying to take cybersecurity out of uh, the technical and the geek realm, and then really break it down to something that's basic that anybody and everybody can get. Uh, Because I think in cybersecurity, we have folks that, that like to talk the tech. Right. I mean, that is, that is the way that we we measure ourselves against one another, right? It's like, okay, you know, so yeah, I know, you know what you're talking about when you start talking about ports and protocols. Uh, but then it leaves out, I think, a lot of really sharp folks that aren't technically inclined, but are still really, you know, still pretty intelligent and leaves them out of the conversation. So, how do we expand that conversation into something where more voices can be heard, you can call that inclusivity, you can call it whatever you want to call it but having a diversity of thought on the problem. Uh, because if you start thinking about the problems right now, and I think these are we're gonna, things that we're going to get into on the IT side of the house and the podcast. Um, there are billions of dollars being spent in technology and training. And I'll put it out and you guys can nod, you know, or shake your head. Do you feel any more safe now knowing that, you know, that these technologies are out there than you did two years ago? Do you say like, wow, 2023, I feel so much safer. You know, they introduced like a billion dollars worth of new technology. No, for the most part, the answer is no, people don't feel any safer because the adversaries are advancing faster than the technology, right? It's an arms race. So if the technology isn't going to save us, then what's going to save us? And my personal view is that it's going to be behavior. It's the same as everything else, right? If somebody tells you a bad thing's going to happen at the corner, walk and don't walk. Guess what? You don't go there. Right. Right. It's real simple. So, how do we take cybersecurity out of the buy this technology into the you know figure out? where not to go, what not to do, or how do you be prepared when you get to that corner of walk and don't walk or look and don't look and you know, so okay, now I have to be here. So how can I be here and, and represent in the way that is is the safest? And so I work for a company called Armored Defense, and I am a GRC and cybersecurity evangelist. And so the evangelism piece is doing exactly what it is that I'm doing here, except not on Sundays.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Got so uh with that being said, like I, I'm super excited to to sub myself. Like I, I think this is gonna be a, a amazing podcast just based upon you guys' backgrounds alone, right? And then your ability to, you know, tell a story to uh, uh I know Aisha has a, a a contribution to a book that's kind of like a scary stories of cybersecurity type situation, right? So like you guys are really good at to be truthful but then make it palatable to uh to people so when it comes to your podcast is it going to be kind of like long form or is it going to be episodes like how do you think the uh how do you think it's going to be built out for the uh for the viewers
2: if you if you haven't met miguel it can't help but be long (laughs) um
3: (laughs) that's fired
2: (laughs) i had to catch up you guys started before my brain
0: <laughs> right right the
3: offline
2: conversation right? <laughs> you No, know, we are we're gonna do episodes and and um so the thing is uh one thing about uh miguel and i we uh, we have a really good repertoire when we talk, right? So it's it's a really interactive conversation. Um, and so for us, what what we have planned right now is there's going to be we're just gonna kind of just kind of record. We're gonna break them up into episodes. We're gonna leave those little teasers at the end to hope to make you come back for the next week. He's gonna you know he's gonna be here with me for a little while. He's gonna we're gonna. We're gonna can a few of them, right? We've kind of talked about it, but I do know that um, and I, I'm so so very pleased to have them um come aboard because one of the things that I don't wanna do, right? Um, as I said, digital forensics, cybersecurity, we're still going what, what, and what, right? I don't want we don't want to use that verbiage, right? How do we make um stories relatable, right? But I don't also want to, it's not about telling you a bunch of stuff that it's a really good story and it doesn't, you know, I'm scared, but I don't know where to go, right? So we want to give you a story, but we want to give you resources, right? And so that does require that there's going to be times that we're having conversations that it's like to be continued, right? That's not a shot fired. Um, he is a wealth of information. We enjoy uh, conversations with ourselves. Um, sure. <laughs> so we, we don't know what we sound like on the outside, but so far we've been having fun.
1: (laughs)
3: That we have.
1: And and you know something like the the way you're describing it, it's a disguised education is what I would say. Right. So like you're, you're giving story, you're giving stories, which everybody loves to hear a story, right. Especially when they think it's relatable to them because uh, that's kind of how it is in the world today. Right. Like what does it do for me? Right. Like I don't care about anybody else. What does it do for me? But you're giving them an education without coming out and saying, Hey, here's your synopsis. You know what I mean? Here's, here's where this is. And here's your conclusion, right? Like, and, and, and people need that, right? No, that's not a guarantee that people are always going to listen. I'm going to tell you that. I'll tell you that from experience. It's not a guarantee people are going to listen, right? You're still going to have those knuckleheads. They're going to do whatever But like, but I love my Alexa. I need all six of them. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. it's, just, it's just how it is, right? Some people are like, I love the convenience of it. I don't care what it's going to cost me. Right. Or there, or there's to a point where it's like, ah, you know, my, my information has been out there because I've been with CVS, Target, you know, T-Mobile, Home Depot, <laughs> yeah. Home Depot, yeah. Right. Like I, my stuff has been out there for you know so many times. You know what I mean. I've gotten LifeLock offered to me ten times in my lifetime. You know what I'm saying from from being a customer to all these different places. But you no, know, this this sounds pretty fun. And and again, the disguised education portion of it is what what makes it to where. It is gonna be a great tool for people going forward, right? Because you can't get people to sit down in a classroom and just teach them, you know, hey, this is what cybersecurity. Is. Like you were talking about, Aisha, like you can't, you can't talk to them about something they don't really care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's in their everyday life.
0: Yeah, and I don't think people understand how intertwined they are with their technology. Uh, and we kind of alluded to that in the last episode, right, when we talk about uh, people receiving uh, smartwatches. That from whom? Who who sent you a smartwatch? Right? Yeah. <laughs> was it a nation yeah. state? Was it was it Mark Zuckerberg? Like who sent you this this thing? He wouldn't he went send you Apple Watch. <laughs> um, and I, I think that that common sense, so to speak, kind of goes out the window. So it is good to have something that's relatable, something that they can actually understand. Because you bring up stuff to people, and they're like, "I never thought about it that way." So it, that's. The, the audience that you're targeting, right, and the conversation you're trying to, to have with them. So I I think it's going to be amazing. Actually, like I, I'm super excited. So that, that leads me to ask you the question: Do we have a time frame?
2: Our goal was to have them out by the fall that was our that that is our goal. Um, And, but it was really important to us that we got together sat down and just did the recording we wanted to make sure that we had them all had them canned, and so that we knew right what what's next right, what do we tackle have we talked about it so he and i we've been in the planning phase we've been in the talking phase we've been in the mixing it up but our goal is definitely by the fall right i gotta catch miguel shots fired before he goes back out the country so miguel is talking he's all over he's just back from where were you sir london i don't know i was in the uk Um, I knew he was somewhere. So I got to keep catch him before he travels on me again. But the fall is the answer. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> All these shots being fired, man. It's supposed to be friendly.
0: Right.
2: right. It I is mean, really fire.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what it is.
3: What
2: is
0: Fratricide. Fratricide. <laughs> but, so, I mean, what, what's cool though is with technology, like if, if you wanted to do something uh, that was uh, international, you still could. Right. Um uh, And we've, we've gone through those growing pains as well, where like I'm in Turkey and everybody else is uh, East coast and, or I'm sorry, not even East coast, Turkey, Central, West coast. That's, that was the, uh, the makeup between me, Shannon and LeVon when we started.
1: Mountain, mountain.
0: Oh, mountain. mountain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I forget. I always forget about mountain.
2: I lived in mountain home, which was in mountain time. (laughs) No, it was some central in there, Shannon. There was some days he had me up in there too. That's (laughs) true.
1: That is true. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're the
2: right. whole, the whole spectrum of the uh, the,
0: the timeline, right. Uh, but so, so yeah, technology can can help you to, to to get over those hurdles or whatever. But what I think is smart, though, is that you do have you, like you say, you put in something in the can. I never got there, and I still need to. <laughs> Because <laughs> me and Shannon will take a holiday break and then you'll just be without for a week. <laughs> and I don't think that's fair to the listener, right? So it is good to have something where you can push it out and say, hey, even though we need to, to recharge our batteries, here's something that we have uh, uh, in the works. And uh, with that being said, I'm kind of thinking that may be my interview uh, ones. We may start to push those as opposed to giving you one Monday through through Friday some weeks. I'll keep it Monday through Wednesday and a Friday. You know, Thursday episodes, I might start to save those. But that goes into uh interviews like what you guys have on people who you're gonna interview and ask questions, things of that nature in the future, mm-hmm. right? You get people the audience has to yeah. get to know you, but after yes. that.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, that is the goal is to continue the conversation even beyond the breadth of what we know, right? Um, it's not about, hey, this is the, you know, this is Aisha, and this is Miguel or this is former FBI and this is digital forensic Aisha, right? No, the whole goal is IT spans so broad, right? And that's why I said making it make sense right we don't we don't just want to stop at just the areas that 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 we're good at so we want to we want to tell all those stories right so we're going to be inviting guests um like as i said before we're going to look to have you and shannon on right um our goal is to you know because there's there's so many of us in this space right and there's so many different ways that this conversation can happen but you know we want to know some of the things that we're going to miss because we're noobs on the scene right what what are the vets saying out there how can we do it better right and that's that's relationally you know everywhere right
0: yeah, definitely, and it, it's good to have that crossover, right? So, like for me and Shannon, we have the the Air Force background. We, you know, we're we're IT guys, cyber guys. Uh, but then I lean on Shannon hard for the, all of the the information he brings from the ISO side, like the things that I I just was not tracking. Uh, what after like, so I was still in the military. He had retired. He brought a lot of that to the table. Uh, Levon yeah. brought a lot of the uh, the architecture and things that to the table. The uh, the working for I. I we try to stay away from the names of companies that we work for, but working for a, a large entity, a trillion dollar company, <laughs> you you figure out which one that is. Right. And then uh, Shannon being in the, in the government space uh, as well. So I can see the overlap with you guys when it comes to, uh, you know, like forensic things of that nature, but I think it's going to be very uh, cool to have that uh, Miguel having the, the law enforcement background uh, you have uh, Aisha, the, the, I, uh, pioneering in forensics the training as well as the business side of the house right like yeah. that, none of us have that uh under our belt uh being the uh, the founder and ceo of a of a business and how does that thrive and how does that make sense but uh, no pun intended to yeah. providing services Whoa. to people like you just had the the symposium uh not too long ago so you have that side of the house as well right like you guys are leading in that uh 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 forum, so to speak, I guess you could say, when it comes to like, I know you have the Monroe side of the house, you have the Dallas side of the house. Uh, so like, I'm not trying to, these aren't plugs. This is me fanboying it up <laughs> when it comes to what you guys are, are doing out there. Right. Uh, and then as you can see in, I would say the Monday episode, we kind of go into more of the, the law enforcement, you have Miguel, you know, throwing out all those good tidbits of information when it comes to, this is what the post office does when it comes to cyber. This is what, uh, the search warrant was issued This is like uh, the, the background of the person. We already had them or well, he didn't say we, cause he, he's not in that space. I, I don't know what he does. I, I don't know what he knows. <laughs> I don't know if he still has those connections or what have you, but I think that'll be intriguing to have that, uh, that conversation. Uh, so d- yeah, definitely want to have you guys back on the show as well to, yeah. uh, to kind of talk that up. Um, so you said it will be long form. It'll be episodes. It's going to be like once a week, or how are you guys thinking about pushing it out?
2: Once the goal a month? Is, Yeah. The goal right now is once a month. Um, okay. But again, we we don't have enough of a feel of, from our audience yet. We might put them put them out, and they're biting at the bit for like, what was the last thing Miguel said? Because you guys, seriously, he he has these mic drop moments where everybody stops and just is like, did he say what I thought I heard him say? Right. So, um, it may be that they're you know that, but right now the goal is once a month. And um, and and we'll get that feel from from gotcha. the
0: audience and see. No, that's that's great. That's a great great cadence, right? That's something you can definitely keep up with uh yeah. in the right. future, and then you can break down into to seasons, um, which I'm just starting to do. So we're in season two now. Yeah, uh, I think this is episode three ninety nine. So this is the pin ultimate episode before episode four hundred. So you guys will be on for that one. Nice, um, but. Uh, we our cadence is a little bit quicker because our, our episodes are a little bit shorter, right? So it, that's that's the the difference uh, that you can say. Um, but to have a long form once a month podcast, that that's gonna be something special. Um where like so I don't want to get too far ahead, right? Um where do you see, I would say, a season one taking you? Like, will it be kind of a theme? Are you guys gonna go off of like um the latest topics or are you going to have like a backlog of stories that you want to, uh, and, you know, introduce to the audience? Like, what are you thinking?
2: Right now I'm thinking a backlog of stories. Okay. Right now I'm thinking about, (laughs) 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 um, and we'll see, see how that goes again. You know, um, there's, there's a dynamic when, when Miguel and I get together. So it's not that we don't stay on topic but some of our topics really do breed into other things, right? Right. And they only make sense to finish them out. It's not fair to kind of bring them up and just kind of leave you hanging. Um, and so there's, um, and I love, like I said, the way, the way his mind works, but mine is the same, right? It's like, there's a way that we kind of follow each other, right? It's, there's times that I take the lead. There's times he takes the lead, right? Um, that, that, um, That discipline mindset, I love that about some of the things that that Miguel will kick out. And so our goal is to definitely tell some of those stories, though, that for me, season one, that's what I want to do. I don't really want to get into a whole lot of various things, but they have to be relatable right they have to go back to fixing some particular issue we're not telling stories to tell stories we're not we're not getting together just to laugh in each other's face though you may laugh though we may have a good time right um the the end goal is by the time we were done who do we help make better? And so initially some of our stories, uh, some of the things that we've done so far is it's, it is kind of business related. There are stories there, there are, you know, what, what should I do as a business owner? Um, but it's, I don't, we're not just stuck right there either. It, it does. There are some stories that, that are relatable just to the human being. How do I, how do I stay safe? Right. Yeah.
3: That's the main part is just how do you stay safe and defining what that is. So we start to think of what does better look like. And we haven't had that conversation really, you know, when you say, oh, let's get better. Well, better than what? And what does, how, how do I know good is good? And uh, from my perspective, when I, when I'm out and I'm doing other types of public speaking, whether with the company or um, because of my past FBI experience, uh, there is a Venn diagram. And, you know, you kind of see these three intertwining circles uh, where uh skill set, mindset, and tool set all intersect. And in the middle, you have resilience, right? Because you can't have resilience without the right, right mindset and without having skills that you practice. And then professionals have tools. So then you start to think about what does that look like? And, you know, I've got two Air Force folks that are on here. So I know that, uh, you know, Air Force has like their um, special forces folks that they have that are out there. And so when the other folks get in trouble, they they call the Air Force. A lot of people don't know that, right? So if they need a rescue, <laughs> Air Force is the one that you're, they're going to call. So you have this the special force. And if you look at the way that they operate, the way that they think, the way they approach problems, it is a combination of skill set, mindset, and tool set with mindset probably being the most influential one, the, the one that, that gives them the drive to accomplish whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish, whatever. It Difficult thing there is that they're trying to accomplish. So that's what we really want to start to get people into that that right mindset from a safety standpoint, because safety is really a mindset. Security is a mindset, and you know you start to think about what conflicts look like. You know, whenever you see a crime, you typically will see uh, a bad actor, and then you'll see uh, then you see a victim. Right now. For for many of us on this call, we if, if there was a conflict that broke out and we did okay in that conflict, we wouldn't see ourselves as victims. And why is that? Because we have a skill set, we have some training, we have some preparation, we've got a mindset that says, I'm not going to be a victim today, right? I'm going to be a combatant. So a thing happened, and then these combatants fought, somebody messed around, and then somebody found out right so this is what we're trying to bring that same kind of smoke that same kind of energy because anybody can have it it's not that is not proprietary to people with a cyber background
1: so so i have a question for you too then so because you're I, i'm i'm 100 sure you're going to come across this you're going to come across people and you you don't know unless they write into you or, or notify you somehow that are not going to want to do the types of things to keep themselves safe because it may not be convenient right because that's right. what you're dealing with a lot of times people love the convenience of having you know the phone do this Alexa do this or whatever um have you thought about a, a way to kind of project the message that hey I realize this may suck for you but this is where it's going to be better for you by this that and the third or is the story itself just going to play that out You so for, what
3: I do so for me um <laughs> Maybe it's the former FBI agent me. It doesn't matter to me what you do, right? I want you to have, uh, well, as my dad would say, my my father would say that there's some people who learn from example and some people who are born to be an example, Mm -hmm. right? And not everybody wants to be great. And if you don't want to be great, that's fine, right? We need people who are going to be good. And greatness is great because of the backdrop of, of good and not good. Right. Otherwise, if everybody was the same, then how would you know what great looks like? So uh, I'm not really concerned about whether people take what we do and, and do better with that. What I want them to be is informed so that they can take those risks from an informed standpoint. So these are the risks. This is what what's at stake. This is what can happen. And so then now you're, you're looking at this risk willingly. So when it happens, you're like, yeah, you know what? I thought Miguel was crazy when he said that. And I thought Aisha was off her rocker. Uh, but no, they were they were absolutely right you know? And so here I am, and I am now the example when it comes to that. So anything other than that, I think we get too emotionally involved in an outcome. And and then I think that we can start to over-rotate on a particular topic when we're really focused on the outcome. The information's good, helping people understand what their risks are so they can make better informed decisions, but it's always going to be their decision to make.
0: No, that's, that's a great answer. Um, so to kind of uh, surmise everything, right? So you have two experts in their fields uh two people of color so like that's what the platforms were right highlighting and showcasing people who who look like us who are in the industry and we only make up a small percentage of that and trying to grow it out uh to an audience that's chomping at the bit right like we want to get in the cyber we want to grow our careers um and then you have these two wonderful people who will have a podcast that'll uh entertain educate uh from the uh from law enforcement through business and then somewhere in the middle they're meeting with it and and, and uh forensics and all the full spectrum of the uh of everything that is cyber security right policy all that stuff's in there uh and training but to, to make it entertaining to make it palatable to the audience and then hopefully get some more people who are crazy like us right Who who can see like may not want to to wear a, a free smart watch right you don't know what that's that, like that going to do you may not want to have six Alexas in your house i have i have one i'm not gonna lie but, <laughs> but I, I watch it i watch it like a hawk um but you you have you'll have these engaging conversations and then hopefully it'll lead people to just think a little bit more vigilant about what they're uh, allowing uh in in their homes and uh in their um their workplaces and all, all the above, right? Like what, what is technology doing for me? How do I utilize and how to protect myself against it? Is yeah. that's kind of the uh, the goal. So I think that's awesome. I cannot wait to listen to Making It Make Sense. Uh, when it does debut, I will be uh, chomping at the bit for it. I will continue to prod you guys with questions until I, f- I force you to, to drop the first episode. <laughs> And then when that happens, I will make sure that I uh, promote it uh as much as humanly possible on the platforms that we're currently on. So thank you for your time. Uh, everybody continue to, to tune in uh to the, the podcast. We have one more episode with them. So definitely listen to Friday, Friday's episode, which is everything else. Uh hit us all up by our websites that go by our particular platforms' names. There's all in the uh the bio. You can hit me a personally. I'm at Rybride Security Guy on various platforms. Uh and you, Aisha, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on all the social media platforms, inclusive of YouTube at either at Dorensic and at Aisha Speaks. There it is. And you, Miguel?
3: Uh, The same place you can find every other FBI agent or retired FBI agent on LinkedIn, (laughs) and that's pretty much it. So Miguel Clark on LinkedIn.
0: There it is. So definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. Stay safe. Stay secure.